you're like me and you absolutely struggled like hell to close people on the phone, you found sales calls scary. This episode is not about sales calls, but it's all about getting the right person onto the call so that it's not that scary. It's actually a lot, lot easier. So let's find out what it's all about today. Have you ever heard a story that just made you feel, wow, I'm ready, I'm fired up? A story that captures everyone's attention and gets you to spread it to all your friends? Or how about a story that creates real impact and connection with the audience? Why do stories do this? And how can we create stories like this in business? I've been obsessed with figuring these questions out. I've been starting and failing multiple online businesses now for two years, struggling to find an audience I truly wanted to serve. It wasn't until I discovered my dream customers were struggling with these exact questions, except I didn't know where to find these people. I hopped on a plane to the US to attend a marketing conference that I met my dream customers, and I saw firsthand how powerful stories really are. After that, I went all in on my hunch. If you're looking for the real secrets behind how stories can get your audience fired up, to take action, and to change their lives through your words, this podcast is for you. My name is Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. G'day there, this is Jules Dan. Welcome back to Storytelling Secrets. I'm uh, super happy to be with you here on a Monday. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, stuff about selling, um, all about selling to what's called properly prepared prospects. And, and this comes from a book called Making Them Believe by Dan Kennedy and um, Chip Kressler. Uh, my coach and mentor said you need to get onto this book ASAP. And you know, while I haven't read it, I'm still going to get up to that. Um, he's done like a complete training breakdown of it. And uh, I just went through some of the principles. There are 21 principles in that book. And uh, I just thought I'd pick through one that uh, I've gone through myself the bad way and the good way so that you know you can get you can learn something out of this too and uh, you know selling to the right people properly prepared prospects uh, yeah everyone will be like oh of course you want to get qualified leads uh, or of course of course you want to get the best people but in reality you know like scarcity mindset seeps in um, doubt fear comes in um, you want to hurry the sale just because you you want the money now I've been I've been there before. Everyone everyone's been there before. That's just a slow conditioning thing you have to to fix up. But yeah, I want to tell you a little bit of a story to sort of like demonstrate this. So you might not maybe know about this about me, but I wrote on Upwork in March this year for five dollars an hour, just building up my portfolio skills. Now, I'd done a few marketing stuff before that, so I wasn't completely brand new. I, I already knew a lot of the rules, the principles, foundational stuff, but I hadn't done anything in email copy. That's hence why I was starting at the bottom. I did a lot of Facebook ads and stuff. I won't get into that. But basically, um, on Upwork, if you're not familiar with it on a freelancer perspective, you're on a hunt every single day to find, to find uh, a gig, something to work with. So someone posts a headline or a description for what the for the gig is. Might be saying like, "Need writer to write eight emails to follow up about a purchase product." It was never that simple. But <laughs> anyways, you'd always have to go on there, read the cover letter, write the pitch uh, or your so-called cover letter, and then you get interviewed. And once you get interviewed, then you get going. And I actually was pretty good at getting um, you know onto the interviews and. Um, I had a good success with that, 
But here's the bad news that I, I was always on, you, you know, you've got your easy, or you've got your beginner, intermediate, and an expert. I was, I'd always choose um, intermediate and beginner as an experience level. And I was always matched when you, when you as a seller say, I want the cheapest, you're matched with the most inexperienced. So, and what happens when I started speaking to these people? So, a few, quite a few of the first few people, about seven or eight of the first few clients, uh, I asked for results, I asked for clients, I asked for success stories. You think I got any of those? Nope. No, no, it was, uh, but I had to just take what I had to, just to get experience at the time. Um, and, and then once once I thought I hit the money, once I thought I got that right client, I got this agency that needed client that needed copy every single two weeks. So I had a new client. I thought, great, these people are going to have proof. These people are going to have results. These people are going to have traffic. And every single time, you know, I couldn't talk to the people. I couldn't I couldn't get any solar results. I got a few things here and there, but it was very very. And every time I followed up. I'm like, how'd the campaign go? They're like, yeah, it wasn't your copy. It was just, you know, it was delayed getting out or I never sent it out. It's just excuses almost. Um, probably was my copy in, in a sense too. I'm not going to take no responsibility, but yeah, like that's the thing. <sighs> like I just getting these reasons why the copy wasn't successful. Um, and that really triggered me. I, 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 I had to get super thoroughly clear who I do and who I do not want to work with. Um, and that comes back to today's principle, properly prepared prospects. Okay, I, So from Upwork, even I didn't have a solid result, maybe you're in the same situation as me right now, or maybe you're not, but you know, you've got experience, but you don't have that result. And you thoroughly know that who you do and do not want to sell to. Um and then this is where I got really clear on my, my avatar and um, constantly refining this and um, everyone knows the power of like an avatar um, and some of the main questions I had to ask myself was, okay, next person I sell to, do they have traffic? You know, like, do they have a platform where there's like a podcast? Do they have a following on Facebook, a Facebook group? And more importantly, do they have an email list? And are they sending it to emails to their email list? Um, this is the stuff that I had to be out on detective when I went to do quote lead gen on uh, LinkedIn. I say quote lead gen because everyone's got their own own method or whatever. I've just got a very very simple method of opening up with a question. What's your what is your uh, key focus on right now and I like to use voice message and uh, whoever takes the bait or whoever takes the bait by saying yeah by actually answering um, and then I'll take some time to suss out their history like um, go to their website go to their Facebook group go to the following sign up for the list um, are they actually qualified to do these things like do they have traffic do they have a platform do they have a list and here's another thing have they been doing it for a while or, or did they just start out and for me, I wanted someone who wants a little more experience and just say a couple more years. <laughs> Even though it's kind of ironic that I haven't been doing this for a couple more years. But that, that to me was the properly prepared prospect.
Hey, this is Jules here. I just wanted to interrupt and bump in to talk about something I know will really help you on your online business journey like it helped me. I want to give you the keys to writing emails uh, sell. And not long ago, I actually helped a client sell over $150,000 in coaching programs. We didn't use a funnel. We didn't have any ad- ads. We just used email. And the best part was that she only had a tiny list of about 2,000 people. And the lessons in here have taken me a lot of trial and error to understand how to craft emails that sell. And that's why I want to fast track it for you and give you all my secrets. So it's a checklist I've put together called the five costly email optim mistakes and how to avoid them. Inside, it's packed with timeless principles I've learned from old school direct response marketing pros. They're always the best. And it shows you the anatomy of an autoresponder series that gets results. But just to let you know, there are no quick ninja hacks that become obsolete in a few years. I've only picked the best stuff that's been proven to work again and again. And you can grab this checklist by going to julesdan.com forward slash email mistakes. So that's J-U-L-E-S-D-A-N.com forward slash email mistakes. All right, let's get back to the show. Personnel who I'll be bringing on to podcast either next week or next week this week or next week will be rebecca who's the one who i did a a six-figure launch for now she was a properly prepared prospect she fit all those categories um and i need to also mention you know he's uh from that principle number eight so this is that document that pete sent me um so sell properly prepared prepared prospects the question that he wrote at the bottom is what do your prospects need to know about you and your business before a sale is made? Um, obviously, if you listen to Storytelling Secrets, you want to tell your story in a strategic way that reveals certain parts about you. Um, stuff that I did that I wanted her to know about me before the sale was made was so I would post stuff displaying my my wizardry, little chunks of copy that was like before and after Um a powerful PS to explain a lesson inside of my content, all spinning with the story. Snippets of my podcast, okay, showcasing my authority. If, you, if you've if you got something like that, a blog, podcast, YouTube, just something to display your authority when they're inside it. You're trying to, if this is in the context of LinkedIn, it might be different wherever else, um, but obviously you want them to see you that you know your stuff, showcasing your expertise. And... Um, I let her know during the sales conversation that I had a podcast at the at the right time. I think she said she had one and then that's where I made the comment that I had one. But these are the things that I want her to know about me in particular. Um, that I can write, that I've got examples that I can write um, and I talk about it on my own show. So those are, there's obviously a lot more you can go into. But, but yeah, um, and then when it was on the sale call, sales call, leading up to the sales call... I have a whole bunch of questions being like how big, like I said, we've got traffic, have you got a list, do you have a platform, how often do you send the list, uh, do you got, have you got proof, uh, these are all things I, you got in your questionnaire and and here's something I've just found really weird and strange is that, you know, I, I, won't, I won't picture myself as a master salesman, like door-to-door, door-to-door salesman can sell anything. But the big takeaway was that every single time I was selling to someone who didn't know much about me and I didn't know much about them and they didn't fit 
certain criteria that I wanted to help them with, the sale was just incredibly hard. Um, probably like one to two per 10. I was really bad at sales. And then since then, this year, every single time I hop on a call, I just act like you have all this pre-fault qualifying stuff. You make sure you see what they need to see about you and you figure out all about them. And the, the quote sales call just becomes a conversation like, okay, tell me what's wrong. Okay. Uh, is this what's happening? Is this a real what, reason why you need help? Yes. Okay. So here's what it's going to take. Uh, when you work with me, like this is what we would do to fix it. Okay. Back it up with proof. Back it up with references, testimonials, whatever. Makes it a whole lot easier. Oh, man. I, I don't even have any ninja t- tricks or tactics. It's going outside the com- scope of this conversation, but um, what, um, all I'm saying is that when you probably learn, when you learn to sell to properly prepared prospects, that sales call becomes incredibly much easier and not scary. And uh, the cool thing, the cool thing is that you're not you're not having to s- to follow a, a script per se, like word for word. Obviously, there are good questions I want to ask and bring up. And I'll prepare that before. But yeah, it's not like you have to memorize by heart what exactly to say, which I know some can trip up a lot of people, do a lot of rehearsal. I would 100% encourage rehearsal and and do it in your mind. But once you get clear on, are they the right person for me? And have they seen the stuff they need to see from me? You know, like you don't want to be selling to cold leads. Definitely not. Um that's why I love LinkedIn. Just saying, it's it's just super powerful. But yeah, that's that's today. That's today. Like, I guess it's not like mind blowing, uh, revolutionary stuff. But you know, I heard Russell Brunson say this on a podcast once. You know, just because you you've heard the principle before, or that that you've you've you heard it, you read it in your book before, and then someone else brings it up with a different. Um, and then you just dismiss it saying, I already know this. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> because everyone's experience and perspective, when you listen to it a second time, a third time, a fourth time, might just spin it in a different way that would just trigger something in your head being like, oh, this one, this one, I don't know, six minute, ten, this is going to be like a 12 minute podcast, that one little 30 second soundbite. Oh, that's what made the difference to me. Um, I'm starting to learn that this year, you know, like, don't dismiss something just because you've seen it before. Listen to the story behind it. It might resonate with you. Anyways, a bit of a ramble at the end there. Hope you can now sell to properly prepared prospects. Uh, I'll definitely go over some more of those principles in the future, but that's a real key one. Um, don't sell to shitty clients on, on Upwork like I did. Um, obviously, everyone needs to get the experience at the start. But um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm going to see you on Thursday for the next one. Bye-bye.